Welcome to MTSU on the record. I'm Jenna Logue. Five years ago, MTSU created the MT Engage program to enhance student involvement in a life of the mind. The focus is on integrative, reflective thinking to help students make connections across platforms and across disciplines. Our guest, MT Engage Director Julie Myatt, will help unpack that a bit as we explore this attempt to help students put it all together after this. Here are some of the headlines making news at mtsunews.com, the university's news and information website. A first place finish recently at the 2021 Youth Equestrian Development Association Western Collegiate Celebration held in Cleveland, Tennessee, completed an outstanding year for the MTSU equestrian team. The team, coached by Ariel Heron Higgins, was undefeated during the regular season and took 12 riders to the competition. 11 earned awards. In the 16-team field, MTSU finished ahead of two West Texas A&M squads, fourth place St. Mary of the Woods College in Indiana, fifth place Barry College from Rome, Georgia, and sixth place Adrian College in Michigan. And from the deep recesses of a lasting romance is emerging a lasting legacy that will help MTSU students for a long time. Dale Clifford, a Cottontown native and psychology major with minors in social welfare and musical theater performance, is the inaugural recipient of the Hannah Romans Witherspoon Endowed Scholarship, created for undergraduate students who are involved with the University Honors College and work as library student assistants. Hannah Witherspoon, a Czech national born in the Philippines, came to the U.S. at age six after her mother married an American soldier from Pikeville. All four years of her college life at what was then Middle Tennessee State College, Hannah worked in the library where she met and fell in love with Don Witherspoon. She graduated with a bachelor's degree in English in 1964 and married Witherspoon in August of that year. Hannah retired in 1999 following careers in secondary school education and with American Airlines. For MTSU News at any time, go to mtsunews.com. Julie, welcome. Thank you for being our guest today. Well, thank you so much for having me, Jenna. How did the MT Engage program start? Sure. So um, several years ago, there was some indication that students were not academically engaged in the ways that we want them to be on MTSU's campus. And um, a, a group of folks got together and they researched and, um, you know, explored possibilities for how we could adopt some initiatives on campus to increase students' academic engagement and sense of belonging. And that's how MT Engage came to be. So basically, some students were just sort of going the, to class because that's kind of what they had to do. And the administration and the faculty had to get creative about ways to kind of, you know, stimulate their uh, their intellectual life. Right. You know, helping students recognize that coursework was meaningful, um, that it was related to their own goals, to their life experience. Um, that is, you know, part of what the program has really tried to cultivate is that awareness among students and faculty of the value of making connections um, between students' experiences, um, connections to their future goals, and reflecting on those learning experiences that they're having throughout their academic career so that those can be even more meaningful, right? You know, sort of viewing those experiences not in isolation, but as working together and building off of each other. Is uh, 
integrative reflective thinking, what some people call critical thinking skills? And uh, if not, what's the difference? Oh, that's a really good question. So I do think that there are similarities between those. When we talk about integrative thinking, we're really talking about looking at experiences kind of in conversation with each other. That's what I mentioned a minute ago, you know, not not taking one class and then what you've done there stays there, but rather thinking about how that knowledge, those experiences can bring something to bear on another class, maybe a class in the same semester or maybe a class in a future semester, but just connecting those pieces, right? And trying to think, okay, well, you know, I had this assignment in my English 1010 class and what I'm being asked to write now in my history class is different, but I can see some similarities. And so I'm gonna take that previous knowledge and use it and maybe tweak it and make some changes. um, And that will help inform what I'm doing here. So, and we don't just want that to be limited to students coursework or academic work. You know, we want them to think, well, what are your past experiences, um, you know, in the work world, um, in your other educational experiences, maybe in your civic engagement? How can those also be connected to what you're doing at the university. And then we always do, you know, have that kind of end goal of transferring that knowledge. We want students to reflect on what they're learning, how they're growing as learners and thinkers, and then consider what they have experienced in these classes that is of value that they would take forward with them and continue building off of. You know, critical thinking, that's a term that gets used a lot. And I think it's kind of ill-defined in many places. It's sort of all things to all people. Um, It seems to me that integrative thinking, um, we've been able to kind of really get our hands around that and define that a little bit better. Maybe a better way of saying uh, critical thinking skills, if people would start using it this way, would be analytical thinking skills. And maybe folks don't realize this, and I'm not saying this to slam K through 12 teachers because they're under enormous stress, but in some K through 12 systems, the kids are still spitting back things that they learn through rote memorization as opposed to being asked to really sit and ask themselves, what do you think about this? How would you assess this? You know, And the kids are sitting there thinking, well, I have to come forth with the right answer or I'm going to get a bad grade. And the teacher has to totally change their paradigm and say, no, 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 no. This is a different way of thinking about that. I'm not asking you to give a black or white response here. I'm asking you to tell me how you view what you've learned. And Some kids don't really experience that kind of thinking until they get to college, do they? Oh, I mean, that's definitely true. And I couldn't agree more that, you know, our K-12 teachers, they have so much they're responsible for. Um, And, you know, they're teaching students with such a diverse background in terms of preparation. You know, that is a real challenge. And what we find is that this kind of integrative and reflective thinking, you know, that requires time and space and guidance right? You know, students really need to be introduced to these kinds of analytical thinking in order to understand what we're asking them to do. You know, maybe partly because what you say, it might be different than what they've been asked to do in the past. But even for, you know, adults, even for us as educators, you know, reflection can be challenging, right? And sometimes we don't slow down and take the time to to do that. So yeah, analytical, you know, 
thinking, guiding students through that, faculty often say, can you give us some examples, right? What would this look like? So that's something that we try to do is equip these content area experts, these faculty members, so that they are better able to make this kind of thinking accessible to students so that students can really develop their abilities to reflect on and make meaning about their learning. We'll take a break right here. We'll return in just a moment. This is MTSU on the record. The Tennessee Employment Relations Research Association, or TERA, gives labor relations specialists and academics a chance to share their views and their data. TERA wants academics and other interested in human resources and industrial relations to work together at meetings and conferences to strengthen the workplace. Many MTSU faculty belong to Terra, which has members in 20 states and 7 nations. For all the latest MTSU news and information, go to mtsunews.com. The Concrete Industry Management Program at MTSU fills the need for trained personnel who know concrete technology and techniques. Our alumni go into the marketplace grounded in basic math and science and able to promote products or services related to the industry. Our participation in the academic common market ensures talented students in other states a chance to enroll on an in-state tuition basis. This is Dr. Heather Brown, director of the program. To find out more information on this or other university programs, visit mtsunews.com. We're talking about the MT Engage program, which is five years old, with its director, Julie Myatt. Uh, Julie, how are the curricula for MT Engage classes designed? So um, we invite faculty to participate. MT Engage is a completely voluntary program. Um, faculty can participate in training sessions. We have a um, two-day summer institute that we offer each summer, and we offer a variety of other professional development offerings throughout the academic year in conjunction with the Learning, Teaching, and Innovative Technology Center. Um, we do a recharge event um, each fall, bringing back um, former Summer Institute attendees. And what faculty are invited to do is identify high-impact practices that they could adopt in their teaching, as well as a beyond-the-classroom experience. And so it is highly customizable. You know, an MT Engage class could look very different from one faculty member to another, even in the same department or discipline, depending on, you know, their individual goals for that class and what they're hoping to accomplish. And every MT Engage class has what we call a signature assignment. And that is an assignment where students are invited to reflect on their learning experiences, to self-assess. And then from there, faculty can choose additional indicators um, that help students meet our student learning outcome that they teach to and assess in that. Um, so even with that um, signature assignment, it is highly customizable. So, um, you know, that's one of the great strengths of our program, I believe, is the fact that, you know, we're here to support faculty in meeting their goals and we give them some tools and resources and support, but we don't tell them exactly how to do it. They really make it their own. Yes, yeah, so they are uh, allowed a certain amount of uh, academic freedom and creativity in this, which keeps them engaged. Yes, we hope so, right? <laughs> um, and, and also, you know, the, the faculty, their interest in this program, it really exceeded expectations. Um, so MT Engage took off 
uh, far beyond what our, you know, anticipated um, numbers of instructors and courses were. And so, you know, that really indicated that faculty are very invested in student engagement. They want to provide students with meaningful learning experiences. And it's been very gratifying for all of those of us who are associated with MT Engage to see that and to try to um, contribute to that. So, you know, we have some fabulous faculty on campus and, you know, we're very appreciative of all they do and supportive students through MT Engage. How are the faculty chosen for MT Engage or do they volunteer? It is voluntary. Sometimes it's word of mouth. Someone will attend Summer Institute and say, wow, you know, that was a really fantastic experience. Um, you should go. So they'll tell their colleagues about it. One of the things that I hear from faculty pretty regularly is how much they appreciate the opportunity to interact with faculty in other departments. You know, so often we're going about our daily lives and responsibilities and teaching our classes and, you know, doing our committee work. And we don't have as many opportunities to interact with people in other departments and disciplines. And so MT Engage has provided faculty with that space. But anyone who is interested in talking about high impact practices and beyond the classroom experiences, reflection and our student learning outcome, um, we welcome them. Um, send them on. I'm happy to talk to anybody anytime. So many times it's the case and it's not by design, I don't think, but in some universities, the hard sciences are the hard sciences and the social sciences are the social sciences and never the twain shall meet. I think that faculty aren't necessarily crazy about that. I think they want to mix and match, don't you? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, um, I've participated in some of the conversations recently about our general education redesign and um, actually had the opportunity to lead a focus group for that. And that is one comment that I heard, you know, from those attendees was we would really like opportunities to collaborate with other faculty members, you know, even outside of our department. So I'm hopeful that we will continue moving in that direction in the future. I've been in classrooms as an MTSU student myself, both undergraduate and graduate, where, uh, and this reminds me of my K through 12 days too, to a certain extent, where the teacher is valiantly engaging in the Socratic method, trying to get some responses from kids. And I'm holding up my hand and the teacher says, or the professor says, can anyone answer this question besides Jenna? And then I put down my hand very quickly and slump down in my chair, like, excuse me for doing my homework, you know. <laughs> but uh, it, it, that's the uh, teacher or the educator's attempt to try to get other students in the class engaged. And uh, when uh, somebody's up there trying to help you become more involved with the material and all you hear are crickets, that is the worst feeling in the world for them. And that's the sort of thing MT Engage is designed to at least uh, minimize, if not eradicate, because that's, that's, that's death. That's really death for education right there. The word engage was very well chosen, I think. Yes, absolutely. You know, and there's so many ways that we can invite students active participation in their learning and definitely what you're describing is part of that, right? You know, trying to cultivate a classroom environment, a classroom community where students recognize that their contributions are not only invited, but are essential, you know, to the life of the classroom. Um, and so that's a big part of that. We also have um, supported a number of 
what we call beyond the classroom experiences, right? So again, that relates to that goal of helping students connect what they're doing in the classroom with what happens outside of those classroom walls. And we host MT Engage Week each year. Typically it's the third week in September, and it is an opportunity for faculty and different campus organizations to propose some sort of an event. So we have a grant system that supports this. Folks propose their event and then we um, provide funding for those. And they're really diverse. You know, um, a lot of different constituencies across campus have representation in MT Engage Week. Again, it's that opportunity for students to interact in different ways than they might normally in a traditional learning environment. They get outside of the classroom and see their learning in different ways. So the experiential learning hands-on aspect of MT Engage is really essential to it. It's a whole lot more than just in the classroom. The goal is for them to go hand in hand, right? For there to be those connections between the, you know, assigned readings, the coursework, the projects, and what is happening outside of the classroom, um, both in those beyond the classroom experiences and just in the connections that students are able to make to what they're seeing in their lives, in the world, um, and in their future goals. Time for another break. We'll return in just a moment. This is MTSU On The Record. Women in Science and Engineering, or WISE, helps college women prepare for and become involved in science-related careers. WISE nurtures women's interest in these fascinating and critical fields and provides mentoring and networking opportunities. The group's main goal is to assure women of their importance in all scientific and technical fields and to promote equal opportunity and treatment of women in science. I'm Dr. Judith Iriarte Gross, WISE advisor. For all the latest MTSU information, go to mtsunews.com. The Tennessee Early Childhood Training Alliance, or TECTA, works to improve the quality of child care in Tennessee by establishing a statewide training and professional recognition system. Through TECTA, child care providers may be eligible for free orientation training, tuition support for early childhood academic courses, and networking opportunities, as well as other services. For all the latest MTSU news and information, go to mtsunews.com. Julie Myatt is our guest. She's the director of MT Engage, which celebrates its fifth year this year. And uh, it's a program that is designed to help students become more engaged in integrative reflective thinking. And how is a student's progress toward that goal assessed, uh, Julie? To, this seems to be the age of metrics. Is it all about metrics or is it also about a professor's subjective assessment of actually being with the student in a learning environment? Sure. So earlier I mentioned the signature assignment um, that is required in all MT Engage classes. And all instructors have to assess that for reflection and self-assessment. You know, we are very interested in how students are able to document their learning, document their growth as um, integrative, reflective thinkers. And so each semester, um, students in MT Engage classes submit a signature assignment in that class, and they're invited to upload that to the ePortfolio because that's another piece that I haven't spoken to yet. And it's that kind of folio thinking, curating this um, ongoing documentation of one's learning. And so I think that definitely is a site where students can recognize their development and their growth over time. 
by looking back and seeing, well, in freshman year, I included this in my e-portfolio and now I'm a junior and I've, I can see that my communication skills have increased. I can see that I have more examples to draw from now when I'm talking about what I've learned, you know, and then hopefully by the time that they're reaching a capstone class in their major, you know, they're really able to say, here's what I know as a member of this discipline and here's what I can contribute, you know, to these ongoing conversations or here's what I have to offer a potential employer. And we do collect data on these signature assignments. So, um, um, faculty members submit their rubric. In that, faculty members assess the students' reflective and, and self-assessments, and then they can choose two other indicators. So um, they could choose connections to experience, um, connection to discipline, transfer, or integrated communication. Um, some faculty members might choose to assess all of those, um, but they're only required to assess two in addition to reflection and self-assessment. And so we're really getting to see what faculty in those individual courses you know, think about where students are at that point in their learning experience. We don't drill down and, and look at individual classes and individual instructors, but we try to zoom out and get kind of that macro level view and look at how our students scores improving or changing over time. And mm -hmm. kind of what we're finding is it seems that, you know, when students take five or more classes, we really see some significant gains in their reflection in particular, um, but also in, in these other indicators as well. And how do you assess how well MT engaged faculty are performing? If we're seeing that students scores in the connection to discipline category, for instance, are lower, then we will offer more programming related to that. So I can tell you that a few years ago, you know, we got a sense that research was not something that was um, being focused on as much like student research. So at our summer institute, we added a session on research. You know, that's how we really Really look at it. We try to take the rubric data. So we're really not assessing faculty, we're assessing student learning. And so we're trying to support faculty in helping students meet those student learning outcomes. Um, students who complete the senior e-portfolio and the graduation distinction, they often anecdotally say to us, you know, I really appreciated that opportunity to reflect on my learning. Um, and students, we've done some focus groups with students lately, and they have commented that they found that it was much easier to apply for jobs in different positions because they had already spoken about much of what they wanted to address in those application materials in their e-portfolio. And certainly we want them to be able to use that as a tool to, you know, identify those strengths that they possess and, you know, what they can contribute. What motivations do the faculty have to become involved in MT Engage? Do they get a, a reduced teaching load so that they don't have to teach as many sections? Or for people who are on the tenure track, does adding this to their CVs help at tenure and promotion time? Our faculty are just highly invested in quality instruction. 
highly invested in providing students with meaningful learning experiences? The short answer is no, they don't get course releases for this. It it might potentially help them when they're applying for tenure and promotion, you know, to demonstrate that they have sought out some additional professional development. But I suppose, you know, that might vary from department to department. But really, it is that opportunity to sit down and talk to people about their teaching, to um, attend some professional development offerings and share ideas and continue learning about best practices. So, you know, that is one thing that MT Engage offers. What we're doing, it's informed by educational research and by, you know, research on best practices and research on high impact practices that we know, you know, make a difference for student learning because students are more active participants in the learning process when instructors adopt these high impact practices. It's really very much voluntary and we we do provide some stipends for faculty to attend our summer institute, but I can't claim that we, you know, offer any great prize beyond, you know, that opportunity to connect with other faculty and to be part of a really vibrant teaching community. How many students are involved in MT Engage? In the academic year 2021, we had 11,688 students enrolled in MT Engage courses. It's a significant number of students. And so again, that goes back to my earlier point of the extent to which this was adopted by faculty you know, really gratifying that faculty were this invested in it and that we have been able to connect with such a large percent, you know, of our student population. And one thing to point out, Jenna, is that these experiences begin very early for students, right? So, you know, we have students even in their introductory level classes, University 1010, um, Read uh, 1000, uh, English 1010, History, you know, taking these classes early on and then having opportunities to take them throughout the curriculum throughout their time at MTSU. And that's really important because we know that this kind of integrative and reflective thinking does require time and multiple opportunities and that guidance that we were talking about earlier with just the invitations and the examples to look at their learning in these ways. If people want to find out more about the program, how do they get in touch or what website do they access for all of the particulars? They can go to our website, MT Engage. It is just uh, mtsu.edu slash mtengage, and we have a lot of resources there. Faculty are also welcome to contact me, julie.myatt at mtsu.edu, and I would be happy to meet with anyone who wants to know more about the program. We have a lot of resources on our website, also information for students, too, about the program and about scholarships. We have sophomore scholarships as well as um, senior cast prizes, so we encourage students to look at those early on in their time with MTSU so they know about those opportunities. Julie Myatt, Director of MT Engage. Thank you for being our guest on MTSU on the Record. Thanks so much, Jenna. We'll be right back. The Army ROTC College Program at MTSU prepares students mentally, physically, and emotionally to become leaders and promotes virtues of duty, honor, country. ROTC cadets are involved in all academic disciplines, athletics, and student organizations at MTSU. Full scholarships and tuition assistance are awarded based on merit. All cadets upon graduation will serve their country as second lieutenants either in the Army, Army Reserve, or Army National Guard. 
For all the latest MTSU news and information, go to mtsunews.com. Gina Fan has the middle moment. Dr. Leah Lyons, interim dean of MTSU's College of Liberal Arts, was among the university deans speaking at the recent three-day commencement weekend for the spring 2021 graduates in Murphy Center. And her words for her new fellow alumni were succinct. The challenges that they and their peers have faced and overcome, particularly in the last year, should now reassure them. I'm sure that at some point, someone has or will ask you, what are you going to do next? Some of you may dread that question. Others may be eager to share your plans. Whatever your response is to what comes next, just know that you're ready. You have the liberal arts education you need to make it happen, so you're ready. You are more intellectually nimble because you have been trained to examine situations, problems, and challenges from myriad perspectives. You can not only help others see things from different vantage points, but you can also help them see why it is important to do so. You're ready because you know how to make decisions based on information, and you have been trained to determine if that information comes from credible sources. Because you were unrelenting when it counted, you're ready. That's MTSU on the Record. I'm Jenna Logue. Thanks for listening. MTSU on the Record, a news and information program about Middle Tennessee State University, is produced by the university's Marketing and Communications Office, which is solely responsible for its content. Read more about MTSU at our website, mtsunews.com. Podcasts of this program are available at mtsunews.com and on iTunes.